We Bear Bears. Bear Bears. We covered that show. Oh, we have. Shockingly good. Yeah, Shockingly decent. Yeah, surprisingly fun and wholesome. Especially for like a very young children's show. Yeah. Because we've uh, watched a few very young children's shows and um oh boy there's uh it's a difference in quality the fucking that, like space that, kids one that fucking penguin show the, <laughs> it, like in, insulting there's no way i would have watched that even as a kid laser comb podcast your favorite podcast were two congo bongos uh yeah comb through classic television with a fine tooth banana ah. i am one of your hosts neo cal and i am joined by the prestigious christopher siege that's me siege uh, yes laser comb 61 61 and if you are watching the video version or even listening to the audio version you know that we have after finally after 60 episodes we have a new intro song and a new intro video one that i'm quite proud of i might add yes indeed uh yeah no i i, I dig it uh and that's some good good editing skills there thank you that um that uh very slow like guttural laser comb is totally me Oh yeah, I was like, oh, that Christopher had fun, like, like editing, <laughs> editing that. Yeah, turning just turning the pitch down of my voice. Yeah, I, and what it actually sounded like was something akin to this laser comb. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just turned the pitch down so it sounds like this. I sound like a Goa'uld system lord. There you basically. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I actually got excited when I was fucking around with that because I'm like, oh, I okay, I I see how they did this on Stargate. Now they just turned the pitch down, so that's how they did it. Uh, well, it's time to turn the pitch up, or it, turn something up. Uh, turn up the up, uh, pump up the jam. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do bum, because bum, we're doing bum. Donkey bam, Kong bam, bam, Country. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 pump, pump the jam, pump. <laughs> I watched this Netflix show um, when I had COVID last month. I watched, uh, it was called Kunk on Earth, which, okay. to, to be fair, I only clicked on it because uh, the thumbnail image was of a, like, attractive 40-something-year-old redheaded lady. As one like, does. I'm like, Okay. So Kunk on Earth, she it stars this comedian, and I'm completely blanking on her name right now, but she plays this character named Wilhelmina Kunk. Okay. Who is a, a reporter, an investigative reporter. Right. I, I know what show you're talking about now. So the, the show is like a mockumentary slash documentary, like travelogue type series where she talks about the... Um, uh the history of mankind, basically. It's basically a, a historical like travelogue as told by an idiot. Right. Yeah, it's very... And it's good? 
it's good it's very funny like if you like things like um like the colbert rapport like that mm-hmm. kind of humor like nice like someone someone the who tongue is tongue in cheek yeah tongue in cheek and he's like very like brazenly like giving incorrect information <laughs> yeah for comedic effect for comedic effect yeah um but there's a recurring joke throughout the show where she keeps referencing pump up the jam including <laughs> referring to it as the canadian national anthem at one point amazing yeah so it's only six episodes it's really really funny <laughs> i have uh, to check that out i i highly recommend it to uh to you and to anyone listening kunk on earth on netflix and uh what we're going to tell you whether we recommend or not is donkey kong country That's not in the title, but yeah, it's, it's, just it's called, 3D animated. It's just called uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, this show is from 1997, and um, I want to get into the reason why specifically we're talking about this show. We had been uh, doing a run of uh, Patreon-sponsored shows, which we're going to get back to, like yeah. pro- probably after this like upcoming block of shows that we're reviewing. But it was announced last month that the uh, Canadian... Uh, uh, channel, uh, cartoon channel, um, uh, Teletoon that we've, we've mentioned many times on this show. Fuck half the shows we've covered on this podcast aired on Teletoon. Feels like it, right? Right. Um, it was announced that, uh, Teletoon, uh, was being rebranded as Cartoon Network Canada, which is weird because there already was a Cartoon Network Canada and that got rebranded as something else a few years ago. I, I don't understand, but you want to see like just an outcry of angry millennials on Twitter, right? Angry Canadian millennials on Twitter. Uh, that was, uh, that was the, the scene going on after the announcement of Teletoon being uh, rebranded, um, was announced. And, uh, so uh, we're talking about Donkey Kong Country because it's a show that used to air on Teletoon. It's a show that I strongly associate with Teletoon as a brand. And I, I think that's probably just... Well, I mean, that's the channel it aired on. <laughs> so I think I think Donkey Kong, I think Teletoon. I think Teletoon, right? I think Donkey Kong. That's right. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I remember the intro of Donkey Kong Country being a little bit more hype. Yeah, the the theme song to this show, uh, going back to it, is not that great. But as a kid, I like I still remembered the lyrics. Hey yo, Donkey Kong, oh, let's go. Ha, oh, ha. But Donkey then listening Kong. to it, it was like way less hype. 
than I remember. And it was just kind of like easy listening. And I was like, weird. Don't remember it being this, uh, this tame. Right. This show but, does uh, have really good music though. It, and, um, surprisingly decent writing for, uh, for, well, let's, let's talk about what Donkey Kong country is. Okay. So they're on an Island. All the characters seems like a smallish Island. Uh, believe it's Congo Bongo. I think in the show it's called Congo Bongo. In the games, it's um, I think it's called just like Kong Island or something like or Skull yeah, Island, something like know, that. Something like that. So basically, what it is is um, follows a uh, a man named uh, Don, and uh, he has to adopt his nephew uh, uh, Danny Diddy, uh, is what they they call him. Uh, but see, Diddy kind of gets in the way because even though he he wants to be a parental figure for Diddy, uh, he's chasing after this um, single mom named Candy. And the thing is, the dating pool's really small on Congo Bongo, and he he's trying to get with this like single mom, right? But like she's a working mom, right? Like she's doesn't have time for games. She's a little bit. Uh, She's, you know, like a little bit like older. She doesn't have time for like fuck boys. Right. But like Don, Don's like in party mode. Dude never has a job. Right. He just sits around (laughs) eating all day. Eating bananas. Like like I said, the dating pool is small and, you know, like he's just a lovable guy. It's it's like hard to, to hate him. And, uh, yeah, the, the antagonist, there are different antagonists of the show and, um, um there's uh there's a there's a wannabe dictator on the island right and he's grown something other than banana crops uh and then there's kind of like a, a an oil baron where every the people that do have a job they have to work at this oil uh barrel factory and uh yeah the story revolves around their hijinks oh and then there's um there's a very there's, crotchety old man there's a crotchety old man yeah, who's um, good good humor for the show named uh, Cranky. I've always thought Cranky was the um, the original Donkey Kong, like you know the like the the old like arcade like two D Donkey Kong where you played as Mario and like had to like go up and save the princess. Oh, the only thing worse than like somebody with no games at all is somebody who had all those games. <laughs> and let it slip through their fingers. Right. I, you I, know what I, I mean? I, I've always thought that Cranky Kong was probably that that donkey, the OG Donkey Kong. In my day, I took on Jumpman by myself. <laughs> well, that's right. He was just called Jump Jumpman. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. But it was definitely Mario. And I, I didn't work at the barrel factory. I threw them. <laughs> and I, um, I kept that factory in business for several years in the arcades. And uh, well, speaking of uh, business, uh, the only businessman um, is like a, a colonizer with a cringy mustache who's always after candy, but he's very cowardly and uh, tries to look after himself. I can't remember that one's name. Uh, let me see. It's like. Um... And while while uh, Christopher's looking that up, uh, the the other character, um, other than Candy's uh, uh, daughter, um, 
is uh oh other than the goons for uh Karul. Bluster um, Kong. Bluster, right. Um yes, he's very fancy and very rich. He is a, uh, he owns ex- most of the island. He is exclusive to the show and not yeah. uh from the video games. Uh, also, folks, these um the show is based on a ser- a trilogy of video games from the uh mid literally like the mid 90s from 94 to 97 uh called uh, donkey kong country that's right if you're watching and... the video version <clears throat> our backgrounds are screenshots from donkey the the video game yeah you had save points candy save points you get a smooch you get to save the game for those who weren't there for it uh the midnight that in the mid 90s the donkey kong country games were fucking hype oh like, yeah we're i i hadn't mentioned that on on purpose <laughs> Oh. Treating it as a standalone. Uh, I haven't even mentioned that there are apes and monkeys and alligators <laughs> yet. Um, Fair but yeah, enough. Then, uh, I jumped the gun, uh, I guess. No, no, it's okay. There, there's, uh, then there's Funky Kong, which is um, like their stoner friend. Who also um, doubles, who, uh, his day job appears to be a travel agent. Who, yeah, travel agent, uh, as well as a definitely unlicensed pilot. <laughs> Right? Like, just because he has a plane and can fly it, that dude didn't pass his license. And, uh, yeah, that's hey, the, hey, it's okay. that's the I, cast. That's the crew. I, I fly better after smoking a few doobies. And, um, indeed, his introduction into this episode uh, <laughs> kind of backs that up. Um, but, yes, they are, they are all apes uh, or monkeys. Um, but they all refer to they all make monkey jokes. Uh, you forgot one character, actually. Uh, you forgot Dixie. Dixie, yes. Uh, I had forgotten and said it was Candy's daughter because I was going with the, this is actually like a, um, a TLC drama. <laughs> I was going to say, this is oh, like... Sorry, not an, a TLC drama. A, um, uh, like an HBO drama. Yeah. <laughs> Or not quite and, uh, HBO, like no, Showtime uh, or something. Showtime or um, CW. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. There you go. There, there we go. Um, now, the funny thing is, it definitely is that. <laughs> like, it, it is this, oh, man, oh, I don't have any money to get candy anything. <laughs> and she's always, like, judgmental of him and, like, you know, like, oh, you need to impress me if you, like, want to date me. But at the same time... It's a musical. Yeah. And I think that is where the show shines. Wow. The, um, the show ran until the year 2000. I had definitely stopped watching it by then. I caught <laughs> it here and there. Uh, I was watching it, definitely watching it in 97. Yeah. 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 Well, I caught it here and there in the, the late 90s. See, I was all... Um, after like reboot and beast wars and well i guess shadow raiders wouldn't have been out at this point but like i was when i was uh a kid like in the mid 90s uh i was all in on cgi like i loved it right so anytime a new like cgi show came out i would usually watch it i watched insectors which is not a very good show it and it it's also a cgi uh series that predates reboot i might add by a year in sectors i know i've said probably said this like 10 times but i don't remember this uh there's a k in it instead of a c so in sec 
with a K, Taurus. Insectaurus. I couldn't remember what the name of it. We, we talked about this very early on in our um, reboot podcast, Alphanumeric. I can't remember who it was, but shout out to whatever listener, because uh, I couldn't remember the name. So shout out to whatever listener it was that uh, actually like messaged me and was this like, looks hey, wild. The show was called Insectors. This feels uh, very like Bugs Life. But it predates it, though. Yeah. What the f- Does it predate uh, Ants? Yep. Yeah, the uh, Insectors was from like 1993, I think. This looks good. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Wow, this is wild. Huh. Well, now here's the thing. So this Donkey Kong Country, it came out uh, after Reboot, years after Reboot. Uh, it came out after Beast Wars. It came out after Insectors. It, it aired while um, both Reboot and Beast Wars were in their later seasons. We're in their, yeah, later seasons. Um, rewatching this now, the assets are pretty bare bones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like you can see like the copied trees, all the banana trees are the same when they use a texture instead of a 3D model is like glaringly obvious. Yeah. But uh, that's I, I, it, it tries. I, I played so many video games where they do that with like trees and shit like that just to like save processing power. I've seen that so much that like I'm not even bothered by it. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, 2D, it doesn't. 2D whatever. sprite has a tree instead of a 3D model. Who cares? Yeah. Now it makes me wonder if they had done the show in the style of uh, Donkey Kong Country the game. Uh, how that would have been received. Which the speaking of uh 3d models and 2d sprites the re Don the donkey kong country super nintendo games uh have a very unique look to them and the reason why is because rare the uh, studio who developed the game they also later developed goldeneye uh perfect dark um and now they were famously uh, bought by microsoft in 2003 yeah. and then proceeded to do very little <laughs> they made connect games and the rare replay connect a collection and a perfect dark game for launch title for the 360 that no one liked. Oh, I don't recall that. <laughs> they do have a, on Xbox one and Xbox series consoles though. They have the rare replay collection, which is pretty cool. It's like a assortment of like 30 of their old like, oh, cool. games. And, but yeah, uh, you were saying, um, so uh, how it was like, the the animation for it or the graphics for it yeah i got uh, off on a little bit of a no, tangent okay. <laughs> there um so what rare did was and this was unprecedented for the time what they did was they created 3d models of all of the characters the levels and the backgrounds and then converted them to 2d sprites interesting is, yeah it's that that's why uh uh the Donkey Kong Country games still look, even for like 2D, like side scrollers, they still look fucking great today to look at. What an interesting, like, uh, to to a different extent, um, like we had recently spoken uh, on a different episode, uh, like Mortal Kombat, doing doing similar things. Like Mortal Kombat had live action, like actors that, yeah, they, that they they mapped. That they, 
that they converted into 2D sprites. Yeah. That's wild. So they had 3D models. Yep. And that's why the the shading and the uh interesting. Yeah. And oh. indeed the characters uh on the cartoon actually look a lot like their video game counterparts. Uh I would say with the, exce- the yeah. exception of Dixie. I don't recall Dixie well enough, but yeah, I'd say they all look uh like their counterparts um especially uh uh, like Donkey and Diddy. Right. Well, it's making me want to fire up my SNES classic. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I got mine hacked to the max to uh, to include all the Donkey Kong Country games. All the Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. So, yeah, this particular episode is called uh, Buried Treasure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess... Um... I guess we can jump into it, right? I, I guess I hadn't mentioned that yet. So this is the, we put it through the old uh, random number generator as always and landed on the ninth episode overall called Buried Treasure. Although it's, I don't know why, but it's consider, I bought this episode on uh, iTunes as usual. <laughs> um, on iTunes, it's considered the eighth episode, but also looking at the episode list on um on Wikipedia, the uh, broadcast versus production order is all over the place. <clears throat> yeah, and on YouTube, it's considered uh, episode eight. But whatever, the episode we're reviewing is Buried Treasure. Yeah. Because whatever episode we end up saying, we, we go with the title of that one rather than yeah exactly what production or... We we, we, we go with we go in. with whatever we read on Wikipedia. There there we go. Yeah, we go with the episode we read. Damn it! It's like we're college <laughs> students or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, and this one starts with uh, Cranky's uh, uh, old man Cranky's uh, vacation, which is sitting uh, on the beach. I don't know, like a few couple hundred feet away from where they live. I was just going to say, it's not much of a vacation. They live on the fucking beach. <laughs> yeah, like they, yeah, they, it's a small island. They all, they all live there. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cranky, who doesn't normally have a job anyway, um, is taking a break from not having a job, but more importantly, probably taking a break from all the others. And, I, I think uh, Diddy even mentions something along the lines of right? that uh, Cranky is like his vacation is to just be alone, basically. Yeah, that was my takeaway from it anyway. Yeah, and he's drinking uh, Kahlua uh, right out of the bottle. And uh, yeah, bees, insects Captain, keep bothering him. Captain Morgan's Parrot Bay coconut rum. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, because of the color of the bottle. Yeah. 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 He's, it's reminiscent of that uh yeah. but no it's a ban- banana styled like drink apparently definitely not alcoholic definitely not because uh, <laughs> because this is a children's show we're not going to promote alcohol that's right but if you look at the bottle that's right, not a d- smoothie d- don't ask questions diddy that's just that's uh grandpa's um that's Special. grandpa's relaxation juice that's that's grandpa's special juice <laughs> uh but yeah it's banana liqueur flavored can i and have a sip no <laughs> no, no, no 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 it's no, grandpa's no, no, no. medicine 
I I do like the idea that like Diddy's like like a kid who's like living with his uncle. That's always the vibe that I've gotten from them. Uh, right? Like I uh and um Cranky's like angry at uh uh Donkey for uh It's weird just calling him Donkey. <laughs> at uh donkey for not like you know it's like oh you're still living here why don't you go get a job don't you want to shack up with candy meanwhile candy's got her own car like two jobs her own house yeah she works what what does donkey have like a tie (laughs) dude can't even afford pants i i don't believe for a second that this like this iteration of donkey kong being like such a like goofball slacker I don't believe this guy would be wearing a tie. I'm just saying. Right? It's like <laughs> um like he put on a tie to be taken seriously at one point to go for the one job on the island and didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. get it. <laughs> the working at the barrel factory didn't get the job but just like kind of kept it as a look. Yeah. Or he always has the tie on cuz he's always job hunting. There we go. <laughs> we we got it folks he's just carrying around a portfolio of uh, resumes right. all the time <laughs> no pants no shoes just a portfolio of resumes <laughs> <laughs> oh wait sorry no he's a he's a gorilla right <laughs> his, his resume at his resume at the top just says donkey kong congo bongo work experience banana slamma Banana Slamma. Banana Slamma, 1994 to present. Um, and then it says, um, um, what is it? Uh, strengths. Strong. Likes bananas. Weaknesses. None. Need job. <laughs> Weaknesses need job. That's a good, you can use that, listeners. On your resume, <laughs> under weaknesses, right? Needs job. <laughs> Needs to work to survive. Needs to work to survive. I, I like that. <laughs> I might actually use that. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, it's mostly him getting up to hijinks and binge eating. Um, but because he is an 800-pound gorilla, um, he has like no fat stores whatsoever. Uh, but the show goes a little bit farther than that. And implies it's like spinach for Popeye. If he's not eating bananas, he like loses his super strength. If there's no banana, there's no slamma. If there's no banana, there's no slamma. We'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so what ends up happening is um, the camera pans away from Cranky, enjoy uh, running away from bees. Uh, and uh, cuts to Donkey Kong, um, like binge eating an entire like a huge bunch. Like w- when they fall from like the tr- like when he cut them down from the tree or whatever, there's like fifth like thirty bananas in this, and he's just sitting there in like his own filth, <laughs> like fucking downing like single swallowing. He doesn't even chew, just single. Oh, he does this thing where does he, he like, even squeezes it. He squeezes it and he shoots them into his mouth. Oh, okay. Right? Or maybe he doesn't even peel them. I, I don't know. And Folks, I he, watched this episode a week ago. Yeah, and now <laughs> all, all the monkeys and apes, they like bananas because they eat them to survive. 
right? But like Donkey Kong's different. Like they are like the only thing that matters. It's like like bananas thinking about what bananas he's going to eat tomorrow. And which banana he's going to give candy as a gift. And which banana he's going to give candy (laughs) as a gift, hoping that she's not going to eat them all and share with him. Then candy, then his family, then stopping the villains on the island. That's the <laughs> the order of his his priorities. I'm not even wrong. Like he he's he'll like turn and like look at like the the like Karul's him and his like minions, and like that's like an afterthought most of the episodes. <laughs> right. They're just there. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're uh, funky. Sorry, Diddy shows up and he's like, "Get your life together, man. What are you?" I, I like Candy how, saw you. <laughs> I, I like how Diddy at one point pulls his hat off and throws it on the ground and stomps on it because that's like an animation from the game. It's a oh, thing that he does. That's like when a good you would catch when you would like fail like a puzzle or something or like one of the bonus so, rooms. Yeah, so um Funky shows up high as a kite, and he's not even in the cockpit of his biplane. He's like on the wing. Being like, oh man, I'm as high as a kite right now. (laughs) And um, lands the plane, crashes. Now, here's the funny thing. It'll show the plane. It'll show people in the plane. It never shows the difficult animation, like a plane landing or crashing. It always just goes first person and then shows them walking away. So this show makes very good use of what you don't see as a a plot point. Like there's the sound, urch, 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 urch of a plane landing and then from like stage right funky will like show up as i have dubbed it the budgetary maneuver (laughs) the budgetary maneuver yeah and uh so so kudos and funky shows up and i can't remember who exactly found it maybe they just look on the ground and there's a a message in a bottle yep and it turns out it's a uh, treasure map and And this is uh... where diddy this is where diddy like slams his hat by the way because they're like what all of these dotted lines here they lead to an x and donkey kong's like well that's weird there's not that many words that have x in it except xylophone and ox <laughs> and exit xena warrior princess xena warrior princess <laughs> um and professor charles xavier <laughs> xavier and diddy's like no you Xander berkeley and the front man like, of fine fine young cannibals <laughs> And he's like, or Diddy, by the way, everyone, um, like if you've never watched the show before, Diddy is unquestionably the smart one. (sighs) Okay, here's the thing. Funky and Donkey are mind-blowingly stupid. Yep. The character, (laughs) like, like shockingly, like, like shockingly, even for the big, strong, dumb guy, like, like mind-blowingly so dumb that it stops being cringe and bad and just becomes like a theme of the show and it worked in this episode at least it did like for I, me it too didn't, it didn't bother me I, I, because I found of the hat throwing he throws his hat on the ground <laughs> frustrated like the like the adult viewer watching this being yeah. like no treasure doesn't have x in it like, angrily argh! And he's like, treasure? It's a treasure map, you idiots. 
Oh, it gets even better than that, especially when uh, King uh, Karul gets involved. Oh my god, I forgot how <laughs> dumb. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> I, so there's three intelligent. Oh man, there's like three smart people on the show. We got uh, we got Candy, Dixie, and Diddy. Diddy. Well, yeah. Cranky is Cranky can be smart, knowledgeable. I suppose he doesn't really demonstrate that in this episode anyway the levels of dumb in the crocodile <laughs> hierarchy are like the least stupid person leading them king karul yep uh fuck so they decide they figure out that this is a, a map to some sort of like fabled buried treasure and they decide to go after it but uh, they can't because donkey has a date with candy which leads us to our first musical number, yeah. Which I don't remember anything about. No, nope. but it's a, it's a it's there, and they he keeps saying, "Nope, not interested." I got a date with Candy. Have you seen Dead Ass? <laughs> and um, and then they're like, "DK's no. about to go all banana slammer." If you catch my drift, and it, and then Diddy, because he knows his intimacy. Uh, the intimacies of donkey he's like yeah but with the treasure you could buy candy a gift and he's like urge hold up i would just like to say i i really like the uh the voice actor of uh donkey kong like i i love the energy yeah he, he he's very like the energy he brings and his line reading is great i love it uh all of the voice here's the thing i came into this being like oh man this intro this is going to be like of its time, isn't it? And I'm going to hate this. Voice acting's fucking great. Yeah. Like it's surprisingly. It's great. Uh the animation is weird. I I don't know how to describe it except everyone's always ready to to dance. <laughs> right? Like everything's very fluid and every everything moves and it has an exact style. Yeah. It's not like anything else, right? Like it's very rubbery and I don't know how to describe it. It's not bad. It's Donkey Kong country. <laughs> so for whatever reason, um, high on fermented bananas, they all get in Funky's plane, <laughs> the three of them, and take off from the beach. And what is it? There's like a, a scene after they take off and they have a song. Um, oh, um, Dastardly. Uh, what was this? blaster <laughs> oh the um the the rich kong the guy. mustachioed guy that with bluster right? kong so bluster kong is the rich weasley he's always thinking of a dollar which is he's got weird. a pencil mustache he has a pencil mustache parted little hair on the top um and cuffs but no shirt and i'm like oh that is that is fucking character design I got, I, I get, and as I mentioned, he's an original character for the show too. I get like hoity-toity, like French usher vibes from him. French, right? Like, um, uh, uh like French uh, waiter at a like yeah. a Michelin restaurant. Yeah. Um, or um, like a Vincent Price kind of like uh. Can I take your order, sir? Can I take your order? But yeah, he's <laughs> a he's a, a a banana baron. 
So by the way, folks, not only do they only eat bananas, it is the currency. If you've played the games, bananas are the currency <laughs> on Congo Bongo. And uh, he overhears them and he's like, ah, I'll get the treasure first and buy the whole island. And I'm well, like, and he already owns the, um, the, the barrel works factory. Yeah, the candy works at that yeah. they mention in the episode. And it's like, he'll own the whole island. And then, oh, because he sent mentions later, then everyone will have to work for me. Will they? I, what other jobs are there? I don't... Who do you sell these barrels to? How do you make the exploding ones that shoot gorillas? I, questions that the show definitely answers. <laughs> Perhaps... <laughs> he's an arms dealer and he's actually selling the uh the exploding barrels to king karul oh and, interesting and he's keeping this proxy he's and, he's and the, funding he's, the war and he's selling the dk barrels to donkey kong so they can fight each other and he can profiteer off of it what a piece of shit <laughs> and candy even though she's working there she's trying to oust the corruption from the inside yeah Hard-hitting international reporter. Right. We are a legitimate journalism here, folks. That's right. It's, it's <laughs> canon. Uh, so uh, as uh, Bluster is getting ready to take off, there's something weird that he says here that I wanted to point out to you. Uh, one moment. Oh, yes. <clears throat> so Candy's walking up, and they hear and see... Uh, Candy Dixie's walking up to uh, the barrel factory uh, because, again, the island takes three minutes to walk from one end to the other. Um, yep. He says, oh, Candy, uh, forget that. Uh, you didn't see anything. And she's like, what are you talking about? I just saw, like, the boys in a plane, like, fly off. He's like, no, you didn't see anything. And then proceeds for, like, a hot minute to gaslight her. You didn't see anything. Um, you you must have seen a bird just now. It definitely wasn't right. Donkey Kong. And I'm like, I remember this that. motherfucker. I already hate him. Gaslighting. One, that, that, that was something that I thought of. That, yeah. that was the word that That's I thought of That's what I wanted right to away. point out, people. <laughs> when you I didn't this. see anything. And I'm like, you piece of shit. Like, literally gaslighting. And he's like, you didn't see uh, Funky Diddy and Donkey going uh, to go look for hidden treasure right and she's like oh ah, that donkey that piece of shit he bailed on our date that's it no straws i'm kicking no more extra lives i'm kicking him out of my hut he what a freeloader next time Dixie, he texts me at one in the morning i'm just I, i'm blocking his number from my no, phone I'm, uh, I'm not and he's like you up i'm like nope no nope. <laughs> and then dixie's like uh candy treasure and then candy comes down and she's like oh right yeah move Ooh, over uh. bluster Ooh, uh. <laughs> and he's like what no you can't come with me and she's like fly this now and i guess it's a helicopter so the um the design of Can the design of candy kong in this show um i got um... thank you folks let's let us talk specifically about candy for a moment <laughs> uh her face uh i got major gremlins 2 vibes from that that's fair you remember the um the oh, yeah. like girl gremlin quote unquote girl which gremlin. is just like wearing a wig and puts like lipstick and eyeshadow on yeah yeah <laughs> gremlins now, here's 2. the thing 
Such a Can- delight. Candy and oh yeah, huge delight. Candy, I really like the um uh oh what's it called? Um it's like the elevator pitch or whatever. Uh the elevator pitch on the um giant what's it called? The peel and uh oh uh key and peel. Key and peel, thank you. Uh the key and peel skit show of um I love like, those two. Right? <laughs> um there's a Gremlins 2 skit listeners please go watch it on youtube also please go watch gremlins watch gremlins and then watch gremlins too gremlins and then wonder how they're fucking connected at all fuck that movie got made it's like okay let's take a like uh fairly like straightforward um uh basically pg like christmas horror film because the first gremlins is a horror movie yeah yeah um it's like scary shit yeah let's let's take that and for the sequel, we are going to basically make a live-action Looney Tunes movie. Oh, that's <laughs> actually bananas. That's I actually hate. bananas. And it's fucking great. Gremlins 2 is one of the greatest, great. greatest sequels ever made. One of the best comedies ever made, too, in my opinion. It's, it's just... It's just wacky. And indeed, there's one uh, point in the middle of the movie where, like, the movie, the film reel itself gets... Uh, stopped by the gremlins and as they're watching the movie that you're watching an usher goes into like the theater and gets hulk hogan as himself to deliver a promo like to scare the gremlins into restarting the movie is that real <laughs> yeah that was a fever dream no that's actually a thing i just uh re-watched the movie a few months ago now there's another one for our uh uh ladies and gentlemen we do uh commentary for like uh commentary tracks for movies yeah and um we've done highlander uh we've done the matrix uh quadrilogy Every matrix film yeah um hey, tetralogy right is that what it's called yeah 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 uh, four of something is a tetralogy the the only reason like quadrilogy became a thing was because of the alien movies Oh, did it coin that? It did, yeah. That's probably why they I thought released, that was a real word. In the early 2000s, when they first released, they released the first like box set of the Alien Tetralogy on DVD. Right. They called it the Alien Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy is not actually a word. Awesome. There you go. See? <laughs> Don't say we, we didn't teach you anything. <laughs> oh, and so... Fucking... Oh, and how I know that is because it was a You Don't Know Jack question. That's a that's a good you don't know Jack question. Yep. Right. Uh, so we were talking about Candy. Right. So she's taller than all the other um, hominids on the <laughs> on the uh, the show. Uh, most human shaped, wouldn't you say? Yes, she's uh, has um, ample features. Yeah. Uh, so everyone else is like great ape shaped she's human-ish shaped um she has like a mom haircut which i really appreciate just like the like the high kind of short hair but swept back kind of look in the bandana um she wears booty shorts and like like a like a tube top well kind of what is that like not quite a t- you know when you take a low cut t-shirt and kind of like do the thing where 
She looks like a nineties chick. She looks like a nineties mom. She's yeah. got a big old like ape booty. She got a set of visible badonkas. Um drums. Um it's interesting. You can use a lot of the terminology in this show to describe most <laughs> most things. Um like to get a look at her crystal coconuts, if you know what I mean. Now, I'm not gonna lie, as a kid, did the same kind of things like Black Arachnia did. And I was like, this thing vaguely woman shaped? Sign me up. <laughs> now, Candy Kong got those DSLs. Well, uh, I. The show uh, aired in 1997, and I was uh, 12 at the time. So right. I, I was at an age where I was uh, noticing, defi- definitely taking, uh, definitely noticing such things. Yeah, and uh, so in the games, she was sexualized too. I mean, not right. to any like great effect or like whatever, but like he- here in my background, right? Like Candy Save Point. Um, she's in a one piece swimsuit, right? She's got a bow in her hair, right? And she's kind of like flirty with, uh, with Donkey Kong and, you know, you, you save, she gives you a smooch and then you move, you move on. Yeah. Right. Um, I Googled Donkey Kong country candy and I'm looking at the different iterations of the, uh, games after they were 2d. Now I had never played any of them. Right. No, I played a little bit of Donkey Kong Country Returns on, I think it was like Wii U or something. But uh, Oh, really? Okay. A little bit. And um, I didn't realize that they... She's the, she's the great ape bimbo of the series. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I'm looking at some of these and I'm like, this isn't real. Like, I'm, I'm looking at like Candy from, I don't... Is this a Nintendo 64 game? Or what's going on? But like... Like, mother of God, are you seeing some of these candy? No, I didn't even look. Um, let me just uh, let me just jump into ye old. Uh, ye yeah, old for one chat. reason. Well, I never had an N sixty four growing up, so even though I had Super Nintendo and absolutely loved the Donkey Kong Country games, I never had an N sixty four. Therefore, I never played Donkey Kong sixty four. Ah. Which, uh, from what I've heard, it, it was also made by Rare. From what I've heard, it's very Banjo Kazooie-like yeah. in terms of gameplay. Donkey Kong sixty-four. Now let's see the characters. Wow. In... No, okay, so Candy's not in. No, she. That's is that the Donkey Kong sixty-four Candy. <laughs> I feel like the image you sent me is yep. probably from. Uh... I don't know, Donkey Kong Country Returns, maybe. The fact... <laughs> wow, folks. Um, Google, like, Donkey Kong Country, uh, like, candy. And uh, go and look at her different forms. Uh, she looks like somebody that would be sleeping with her university professor. I don't know how better to, <laughs> to, to describe... Uh, this I, I've got weird mixed feelings. 
there is canonically a um, university professor in the uh, DKC uh, Super Nintendo games. Really? Yeah, I looked this up. Professor Kong? We're deep diving, Maybe. folks. Professor Kong. Um, just DKC teacher. Huh. Save point. Why did they do that to, to Candy Kong? I don't know. Google the evolution of uh, Candy Kong and let me know if how you feel about that. I'm uh no no comment for me. It's uh why? Is a ghost? Is a ghost Kong? Is there? Yeah, I guess uh, Grandma Kong, like Cranky's like wife. Right. Huh. Well, uh, so that's a thing. Sorry, folks. We're we're deep diving into uh. I'll just the different Kongs. I'll just yeah. check this out. Okay. <laughs> Insectors. So yeah, you're saying there's a professor? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who it is. Because I think it's how you save in Donkey Kong Country 2. Is there like a scientist one? Wrinkly Kong. Wrinkly? Apparently, in uh, Donkey Kong 64, Wrinkly Kong is a ghost. Right, yeah, the, he's a ghost. Okay, so that's Wrinkly Kong. Yeah. And yeah, um, in uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 on Super Nintendo, you meet uh, Wrinkly Kong by going to Kong College, and that's how you save. <laughs> huh. Well, now I know. And There's knowing a Kong is half the battle. <laughs> Uh, banana slammer banana so, yeah banana slammer banana slammer uh so the general of uh k-roll uh Carole, is um clump. he's an what's his name clump clump right uh general clump is an idiot uh all of the alligators are idiots i i like i like how uh clump so clump like zoom calls basically um yeah uh, He's head of his Karul. day. Yeah, yeah, he FaceTimes. <laughs> he FaceTimes King Karul. King Karul gets mad over the Oh, right, because he's playing game. a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's playing, like, uh, Space Invaders or something like that. And uh, his, like, crony is like, oh, wow, you're, like, almost about to beat your, like, top score. And then uh, uh, Clump calls in, uh, Zoom calls in and interrupts his game and uh king karul like just slowly like gets like so mad and shakes and just like smashes the computer and then hilariously i found this really funny after he like smashes the computer thus ending the uh the zoom call he gets a call on his phone from clump and clump is basically like hey boss we must have gotten disconnected <laughs> i don't know why i found that really funny <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, he's like, well, uh, at least I managed to get through on your your landline. And I, I thought that was like really funny too. Yeah. Uh, he's such a like, little, such a little minor gag, but it, for whatever reason, it cracked me up. He didn't uh, pass his high score in whatever. What's that Microsoft pinball game? Space uh, pinball or Minesweeper? <laughs> yeah, he didn't pass his Minesweeper score. <laughs> and he's uh, like, "But we gotta go. Uh, those uh, those monkeys, uh, they're monkeying around. I tell you what, we gotta we gotta go and stop them. Yeah, they're, they're after treasure. They're after buried treasure. And for some reason, I think I alluded to this earlier. For some reason, King Karul's takeaway." from all of this is that this buried treasure for some reason is some like hidden like doomsday weapon yeah why so so they all have different idea of what it is and for some reason he thinks it's a hidden doomsday what weapon to take over the or destroy the island why would why why (laughs) Why would it be that? He's why King Karul. Why wouldn't it just be money, which I, you could then use to spend and build your own doomsday weapon? Well, we'll get into uh, it being currency uh, later when they cover <laughs> yeah. it. But we, when we cut back to the uh, the trio of uh, the boys uh, driving, uh, Funky Kong pulls the plane upside down. Um, seemingly unbeknownst to even him (laughs) because all of the uh, I like the running gag he's like oh man and all of uh, Donkey Kong's um, DK's uh, bananas fall out which means he had individually grabbed like 30 bananas and brought them with him for the trip and he's like oh you need some banana seat belts and Funky's like that's number one on, on my list of things man Oh, on my, my wish joke. list. Yeah. On my wish list, yeah. And there's a recurring joke of the number things that are number one on his wish, wish list. Yeah. And it gets funnier as it goes. It's like seatbelt bananas, number one on his wish list. And it's like landing uh, landing gear, number one on my wish list. And then later it's like extra fuel, number one on my <laughs> When they run out of fuel and it's like don't you have a gas tank oh i left it back at base trust me an extra gas extra space for gas is number one on my list and i'm like i like that kind of writing that (laughs) there's actually really good writing here like the the show itself the show itself is kind of dumb but like the plot of every episode is eh, like it is whatever but it's the writing and it's the songs uh that 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 bring it home and indeed uh there's two songs in this episode one of the songs uh i think we've already gone past by this point yeah th- uh that was when they were convincing dk to come with them they were singing about treasure right it was this almost like beastie boys like style rap yeah and at the end um they convince him to come to get the gift for it was kind of beastie boys it was it was when i was listening to it i was like oh this has kind of a beastie boys vibe to it and um oh what's yeah and then later on there's a there's another song that absolutely slaps yeah there's Um, a song that plays while they're um 
well they're on like mine carts uh like Which king Karul. great yeah and that song fucking slaps i'm gonna put it at the end of this episode hell yeah so <laughs> one more thing about funky kong that i really like when they're upside de- side down um he's like oh man since when i've never seen the the sky turn green before and he's like, that's weird. And the or the clouds, the clouds turn green before. That's weird. The We're over the ocean all of a sudden. And Diddy's like, um, Funky, you're flying the plane upside down. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I've never seen, that explains why I've never seen green clouds before. Well, one time. <laughs> and I, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Like just the little things for adults, right? Yep. Like it's there's alcohol and there's like drug reference on the show, but in an innocent way. Where even yeah. if a kid picks it up, it's like whatever. They know the drugs exist. They know this is that how you know exists. that uh, adults make these shows. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's like, why are you flying upside down? And he's like, don't worry. A compass is number one on my wish right. list. And I'm like, a compass doesn't help you fly up it shows you which way is north it doesn't <laughs> and i'm like i i feel for diddy here yeah it's like a compass doesn't help you not fly the plane upside down it would still point north if it was upside down <laughs> oh fuck but anyways they crash because they run out of gas and he's flying upside down yeah and dk says hey try to aim for that mine that abandoned mine that's probably where the the uh the treasure is and instead of being like that's a surefire way we're all gonna die he's like okay no problem man and flies into the mine shaft <laughs> like they don't land outside of it like normal p- people well they're not normal people they're apes yeah and uh you know Except what diddy he's a monkey he, he's a monkey but uh we we they don't talk about that on the show or maybe they do <laughs> and and i stand corrected but they made references to monkeying around uh or something like that and i was like hang on only diddy's a monkey yeah <laughs> so they they crash in the mine and they're just fine um briefly shows cranky uh after all the bees got inside of his kalua uh sorry his um his parrot bay his parrot bay um he's like now i got you suckers and he puts a cork in it he's like hey, 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 hey. That, that's it just wanted to show us because later later on the th- there's uh, payoff to this later on the conflict is resolved with this dumb <laughs> the writing's so dumb but like in a in a okay way like in a in a kid's show way so what do we got here folks? the show gonna... is dumb but it's well written and well structured dumb yeah this is a very tightly written episode like right? the people like they got who like 18 minutes right and they do so much with that 18 like the, minutes. the people Two who wrote songs? this knew how to write television children's yeah. television so there's a ton of hijinks they're all in the minds they're all following each other they all want the treasure whatever it is for themselves we got karul and uh crusher uh no who's the who's his bodyguard like the, uh, the crusher i think yeah um they're looking for it uh we got uh bluster candy and uh dixie, dixie. 
Yeah. And then we got the other three all splitting up and look for it. And it's like, man, we're never going to find the treasure. And I love this kind of conflict resolution. This is a trope and I usually hate it. You know, when somebody's like, oh man, oh, I, I don't have glasses. I'm not smart. And somebody's like, glasses, Cal, you're a genius. <laughs> that We've talked about that, that stupid trope where somebody accidentally comes on the right answer and the smart person figures it out. Donkey Kong trips over a pile of rocks. And they're like, wow, you did it, DK. You found all, you found the treasure. And it's a little barrel, right? With a little X on it. And he's like, wow, I did do it, didn't I? And I feel like that's kind of the, a good summary of this show. Donkey Kong accidentally saves the day despite being inept. The cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> a, love, a lovable oaf. So what leads into the uh, the song bit is now there's a minecart section. Don't ask yep. how they work. Don't, don't ask how they move. Don't ask why they can go forwards and backwards and they have a break and they're magically p- powered. But all of them, it's kind of like a Scooby-Doo thing where like they're, they're crossing caverns and um, rails and they're swiping it from each other. And they right. all land a little bit to the song. And as mentioned, the song that plays fucking slaps. Like Hope this you song's like Scott. really good. Because if you don't, <laughs> get the fuck off the stop, leave. You're not <laughs> because it, it's kind of like ska, but no, it's ska, right? I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's a song ska. where uh, where all the character all the characters. Um contribute to all hail your new dictator (laughs) (laughs) um so we get to hear all the voice actors singing chops and it tells you all of their motivations this folks is what laser comb is looking for when we're doing these episodes what do all the characters want oh what what defines their character bluster cowardly rich uh gaslights women (laughs) right uh dk smart uh honest um brave uh diddy smart right um uh candy ambitious right like we we know it all and they they sing about it because what does candy want right um or or maybe candy's just like playing like the the trumpet for the ska i don't (laughs) I can't quite remember, um, but oh, she wants Andy to buy wants the to, barrel factory. I was going to say she wants to buy the barrel factory. Also, I find it really funny in this episode that all of the characters are talking about what they want to do with their share of the treasure as if they're getting all the treasure themselves. Themselves. Splitting it. And there is a point of conflict before the song starts because they're like, no, you're not getting the treasure because I need to do this. Well, you're not getting the treasure because I'm going to buy Candy a gift with it. And then Candy's like, you can't buy me a gift with it because I'm using the treasure to buy the barrel factory. And that's when they have conflicting. Here's what we should do here is Donkey Kong should buy the barrel factory for Candy as a gift. Right. So therefore she gets what she wants and he gets laid. Yeah. Donkey Kong, the, 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 the journey, Banana to get slammer. Laid. <laughs> Donkey Kong, the journey to get laid episode eight. <laughs> yeah. 
If it was an Isekai anime, it would be, um, I got sucked into Donkey Kong. Um, my adventures trying to date a single mom. <laughs> <laughs> anime Isekai have the wildest uh, titles. They've got like yeah. really long, ridiculous titles like that. I've always thought of uh, Candy as Dixie's older sister. Yeah, I had played at the very beginning and like straight faced been like, oh, well, she's a single mom for Dixie. But I get like Diddy is DK's nephew vibes from DK and Diddy. And I get um, like sister vibes from uh, Dixie and and Candy. Here's the thing. Even though um, Diddy is like uh, small and built like uh, Diddy. Sorry, Dixie is small and built like Diddy. Diddy has a tail, but Dixie doesn't. Yeah, interesting. I don't... Yeah, he's the only monkey. Also, I think they should have... Her her ponytails like are not nearly as big as they should be like compared to the oh, games. Yeah. Harder to animate them flying around or something? I don't... Probably. Because yeah, in the her... games, yeah, she's got these big like massive ponytails that like pretty much go to her feet and you can use them to like helicopter glide yeah like diddy um does a cartwheel thing and uh dixie helicopter glides (laughs) with them yeah uh i love playing as dixie in dkc two and three so you get those secrets man just because of that maneuver right fly over everything yeah so uh, they got a ska number, which fucking absolutely slaps. And um, a bunch of them like fly off of a cliff at the end. Yeah. Uh, luckily, it just lands on the beach. Don't, don't worry it's about a, it. Don't... It's a big fall, too. When I was watching this, I was like, holy shit, these motherfuckers would be dead. <laughs> if they weren't like 800 pound gorillas. They're just like, shake it off and they, <laughs> they're, they're fine. Like apes, man. Oh, somebody makes some a, a reference to a chimp. Like somebody says, like, oh, chimp. Uh, maybe chimpan X, but not chimpan Z. I I can't remember what like pun it was, and I'm like, oh, I can't remember. But Diddy, Diddy's a monkey. <laughs> yeah, Diddy's a monkey. Uh, the rest of them, well, Donkey Apish. Kong's a gorilla. Yeah, he's supposed to be a gorilla. Um, Diddy is a hairy human. Uh, you know, I think Cranky might be a chimp. Yeah, Crank, Cranky's looks like like chimpish. Um, really, Diddy looks like a chimp with a tail. Yeah, right. But they're 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 uh, ape adjacent. They're yeah, all primates. They're all primates. Yeah, much like me and you and you. That's right. Listener. Um, yeah, ain't nothing but mammals. And uh, wouldn't you know it? Even though this cave entrance was on the other side of the island by the way on the map it showed literally the opposite side of the island and they entered at a snowy peak where they come flying out is on the beach where cranky is yep and um who ends up getting it after all it's karul it's basically yep. like the nazis getting a hold of the um uh the, the, frank, what, 
the Ark of the Covenant at the end of <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, and it's like game over, man. It's doom clearly a doomsday device locked inside. I considered here. uh I, I recently put up a poll on uh Patreon for uh for our Patreon subscribers to vote on like what our next uh too much commentary track was gonna oh, be. Yeah. And I considered putting uh Raiders of the Lost Ark as one of the uh choices. I haven't seen that since I was like twelve. I probably haven't seen it in like a good like 20 years myself. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. So that might end up on a poll in the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what ends up happening? He releases it and he's like, haha, my doomsday weapon is... Oh, b- before he does that, sorry. Um, they're like, huh, well, DK is going to stop you. Right, because DK just goes and beats up Crusher. He's the only one that's stronger than the the crocodile gang. Big old uh, crocodile. Big old crocodile. <laughs> Can't believe I haven't made that joke. That he did. <laughs> um, but he's like, "Oh, I can't. Oh, I'm so weak. Uh, I haven't had any bananas to keep up my strength. There's jungle like 15 feet away." Get this dude some bananas. Also, like, what is his metabolism like? He was just gorging himself 15 minutes ago. Homie can't go 15 minutes without, like, eating, like, a pound of bananas? Here's... Now, I I, I would like to present a uh, hypothesis to you, good sir. Okay. (laughs) Banana. Steroids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and his friends are always trying to help him with his banana addiction. Yeah. He needs needs to get a a steroid injection. And bananas is the the code word for it. Banana slamma. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you... (laughs) Banana slamma. Banana slamma. Fuck. So yeah, he's for, too for weak. anyone not in the know. Uh, slamming is actually a slang term for injecting drugs. <laughs> I need... <laughs> so dumb. And yet, banana slamma. So he's like, oh, it's so weak. It's been like, it's been like fifteen minutes since I've had any protein powder. And so the bad guys win. Um uh Karul is um he has a crown and a cape uh, or does he even have a cape yeah he has he a cape. He has yeah, a, tiny, like a little cape tiny, tiny little one red cape yeah um but he's just a big like fat dumb guy um and he's got this huge meathead crusher and he's like open this and he opens it we talked about the voice acting i i love the performance that whoever uh voices Karul is giving it, it is it it's it might very be the o- best on the show. It's hilariously over the top, like super posh supervillain. And like, like the voice actor knows what he's doing <laughs> with the performance he's giving. Who's right? he voiced by? Um... I've had such a long day of disappointment. I, I can't even imitate it. It's, it is, you know what it is? It's like Benedict- theater in the park. 
Benedict Campbell, he is a stage actor. That does not surprise me. I was me just going all. to say, like I had said, Shakespearean <laughs> and Shakespeare in the Park stage actor. That does not fucking surprise me. Yeah. That's the term I was like looking for. Yeah, he he's legit a stage actor. There you go, folks. That's why his his uh voice is so great. So he opens up the treasure, and what's inside? A note. Yep. And it says, um, I, uh, get your hands off my treasure, DK. Yep. And he's like, huh? And, uh, it, uh, wouldn't you know it, it turns out that this, uh, this MacGuffin that they've all been chasing throughout the, for the past 22 minutes has been a, um, well, it was a, uh, a, a cache of bananas that uh, Donkey Kong himself buried like when he was a kid. Which probably, what, three bananas would have fit in this stupid fucking... <laughs> yeah, he buried it as a kid. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, um, it smells inside of it as if the bananas have gone bad. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't they have long ago, like years ago, like just have turned into dust and residue? Unless yeah. it was sealed tight, like um, uh, airtight, then yeah. then they would be mush. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they were like, how could you forget something like that? And he's like, oh, I did it as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the resolution. <laughs> there, 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 there's not much more to say about the episode than that. And he's really. like, oh, oh, woe is me. I guess there's a, the silver lining is I get to finally take DK out. Crusher, kill them all. And he goes to, he's like, oh, I'm so thirsty. So famished. I, ooh, what's this? And he picks up the the, the <laughs> bottle of Captain Morgan's Parrot Bay. That, uh, and Cranky's like, Cranky. yeah, that's right. Why don't you have a sip, Sonny? Yes, that's right. Drink it. Drink it. <laughs> You little bitch. <laughs> Drink it and, like one uh, of them, one of those females. One of those females. Suddenly Cranky <laughs> Kong is a Ferengi. <laughs> I don't even know why I went there. With because that, of our but... voice just started, by the way, doesn't sound like Cranky at all. Like, no. Our voices have been all way off on this, on this one. Um, but because they're actual voice actors and they do a great job. Like, yeah. Legit. Like I can't even do it justice and um when you know it um the uh king karul and uh his uh his definitely heterosexual bodyguard <laughs> yeah uh, his his fancy shiny pool boy that he keeps around at all times um yeah karul uh eats drinks up the uh the rum i mean the banana drink smoothie uh, with all the bees, the banana slammer, if you will, the banana slammer, if you will, <laughs> and um, yeah, now he's got bees in his tummy, and he runs away. I don't know why running would help <laughs> you get the bees out, but <laughs> it's a, this is a children's show. <laughs> Fuck you guys! It's a children's show. He runs away, and Crush is like, "Wait for me, boss!" And uh, like. Speaking of steroids, like a, a gym bro that never does light leg day and only does upper body, his arms and shoulders stick straight out on his sides and he's got these little legs. I love that. 
<laughs> like at least DK does leg day, right? But not this guy. And right. they run away and they go, <laughs> I'm glad it all worked out after all. Or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. And oh, that... and then there's like a smooch scene. Because like Donkey oh, Kong gets a kiss. There the the episode the episode ends with um Bluster and Funky being like hiding out like under something thinking like the doomsday weapon is oh, going to go Oh, uh, the minecart. Yeah. Minecart they were in. Th thinking the doomsday weapon is going to go for whatever reason they just decided not to get out of the minecart unlike everyone else. So it's because one is a coward and the other is an idiot. And they had come to the conclusion that K rule activated the doomsday weapon and that it's a nuclear apocalypse right, outside right. and they're what? in an iron mine cart. One is a coward and the other is really fucking baked. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to go out there. I... Basically he doesn't want to see it's like scorched earth. He's ex expecting like, you know, uh, a rider with a sickle on a pale horse. Like he's ex like doomsday out there. Right. Um, and he's like, I'm not going out there. And he's like, I'm way too baked to try to get out to get up, man. And he's like, well, what do we do in the meantime? And it's like, we get to know one another. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the writing. <laughs> <laughs> and Bluster's like, no. And he's like, for instance, I can tell you my middle name and you can tell me yours. And he's like, no. But he doesn't leave. So he's being tortured. I got an entire ounce of weed in in uh, in my in my backpack here, man. <laughs> we we're gonna have a great time. Maybe I left it in my auto plane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it it ends with uh, with them having a spending some time together. There's a part where um, Dixie's like, "Oh, everything worked out after all, isn't it romantic?" As she's like staring at Donkey. It's implied. It's off screen. They're not going to show real smooching, but they go to smooch and there's a sound of smooching off screen. And then also Dixie from the time that would probably be that would Diddy. probably be a very difficult thing to animate. Them touch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so Diddy's like, "Oh, so romantic," and she like stands on one foot and goes to lead Diddy, and uh, Diddy's like, "Oh, gross," and he walks away without even noticing Dixie. And it's like, yeah, boys be like that. So that's why in my head, like, I, I was Dixie never, and Diddy are I was like never 12. like that. <laughs> I was never like that. No, no, Ew. legit. I wasn't. I was like, from a very young age, I was like, I was like, oh, girls. For me, it was like, uh, uh, uh. And I, I don't know if it was like just a sudden, like shift. But yeah, there were there were times where like girls would like want to hang out, right? And like I remember being interested in uh, uh, like classmates, like other girls who were like classmates of mine, like going back, like all the way back to like kindergarten. You want to hear a cringe story? Sure. <laughs> so, um, a girl had like come over. This is like grade three or four or something like that. And she was yeah. wearing a dress, you know, had like little thing in her hair or whatever, like butterfly clip or something. And, um, like, like, you know, some makeup or whatever. And she's like, Oh, do you want to hang out? And I was like, uh, no, 
Not really. Oh, I don't know. My mom was, oh, like, come on. Uh, no. And really, I just wanted to, like, F off, hang out in my, like, no fear sweatpants and play, like, like, GoldenEye 64. Maybe it was Harvest Moon 64. I was pretty into that at the time. Ogre Battle. That's what it was. And um, I think back to that one moment, and I'm like, man, that could have been your first girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I even remember her name. But, like, kids are, like, really weird, and I was like, ugh, like, I don't like this girl. Maybe if it was, like, one of these other girls that are, like, nice or blah, blah, blah. But it's always, like, the the ones you butt heads with that boys that they like a girl and so they annoy the girl or I guess I found her annoying so I guess she liked me and uh I think back to that day all the time and go man ogre battle is pretty pretty hype (laughs) see I never did that when I was a kid like I didn't like I know there's um like a stereotype of like boys like picking on girls that they're actually that they I didn't pick on anyone (laughs) I, I I never did anything like that I don't know I never picked on anyone, uh, guy or girl. Well, until uh, like a little bit like later on, I ended up like as a defensive defense mechanism, picking on people. Bad, bad friends. I was aggro toward bullies. That's what I mean. A lot like, of like, yeah. When I would see like like older boys like bullying like uh, like classmates of mine and shit like that, like I was aggro toward them. Doesn't make you any friends, surprisingly. No, not really. No. Where am I? Thank you, other people. Yeah, I, I was the same way. I was, ended up scrapping a little when uh, here or there, having, having words to say. But unfortunately, uh, bullies often have like a gaggle of dumb lackeys. There's always at least two others. They always have at right? least two, two other friends. They got this, it's like, usually two. Band. Sometimes it's three or four, but it's usually two yeah. other like douchebags hanging yeah. out with them. And uh, I never, I didn't have anyone hanging out with me, so uh, it's a it's a losing battle. But yep, same. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I was quick. <laughs> the few times that I did actually have like a like tiny little entourage, they were always they would always like cower away. Oh my god! Right. You know who you are, Jared, Chris. Freaking wimps. I've gotten the shit kicked out of me so many times because, like, because, like... Their friends helped them, but your friends didn't help you. Yeah. Jared. You know who you are. Fuck Jared. (laughs) Yeah, fuck Jared. (laughs) Screw that guy. And you, Mike. Right? fucking loser mike we we have a jared that listens to one of our uh one of our shows and uh, it's not you jared it, don't worry no it's not it's not you jared we love you jared yeah <laughs> i'm talking about white jared <laughs> <laughs> but not your best friend white jared no that guy's cool that guy's cool <laughs> uh, uh, i don't even uh, know how we got on this wild tangent editor oh, yeah. cut this <laughs> the, it's christopher it's and he's and not, not and i'm not cutting it <laughs> he's not cutting it this is going in the episode baby <laughs> but yeah here at oh the also end of... fuck you jeff yeah. yeah you know who you are yeah jeff jeff fuck you 
<laughs> who just stood and watched while I got like my face stomped in. Fucking Actual thing kids. that happened. And then when you're like, what the fuck, man? They're like, what? I- I'm not your friend or anything. It's like, well, uh, we we were kind of outnumbered. And it's like, yeah, we wouldn't have been nearly as fucking outnumbered like if you guys had joined in. Like, yes, there were six of them, but there were three of you. We would have had better odds. We would have had better odds than just me on my own, you fucking assholes. Yeah. So let this be a lesson to you. You can make friends like Diddy Kong. But if, <laughs> and yes, Diddy Kong can't jump on Crusher. Because Crusher just goes, uh, uh, and laughs at you. But you know what? He tries. He tries. Yeah. He can still bounce on his head. Can't, can't get rid of him, but he, he tries, right? Right. And that's better than being a wuss. Uh, <laughs> oh, also, another fuck you. Andrew and Tony. <laughs> These are actually names of people that I knew in my youth. <laughs> Tony's are always douchebags. Yeah. If you're if you're listening and you know a Tony that's not a douchebag, congrats. I actually do know a Tony who's uh, kind of cool. I haven't seen him in years, but oh, okay. used to work used to work with him back in the day. What about um? Not what the about same people? Tony though. Hmm. Uh, what about Joey? Uh, I've had two friends named Joey over the years. One was a really cool guy, really cool French Canadian guy. Nice. And, uh, the other, uh, no, like ended up starting a white supremacy group later in life. (laughs) Exactly. Mixed, (laughs) mixed, uh, mixed company. That's not what that term means, by the way, people. Uh, mixed Joey reviews. There we go. None like three. Like okay. One to was be a fair, I just thought of it. To be fair, Joey was his nickname. His uh, not even going to dignify the guy by saying his actual name, but he he had an Italian first name. Ah, that uh, was uh, converted to Joey. So technically Mario. not an actual. Technically not an actual Joey. Luigi. Oh, and I had oh. a roommate years ago, uh, like back in like 2005, whose name was Joey, and he was a fucking asshole. Well, there you go. So, uh, not great odds with the name Joey. Not great odds. Don't name no. your kid that. No. Yep. Um, name your kid Joey. We're going to think he's a piece of shit, like right out of the vag. Yeah. <laughs> go over there with a microphone and be like, bitch. <laughs> what? um anyway worse names than that by the way people way worse names like that like post like like post like 1940 or post 1960 what are you doing naming a kid rudolph what so you can give them the nickname red or rudy no 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 you you parent license removed walter is Walter that bad? Walter post um, Breaking Bad. Like, they're, they're apparently kids named Khaleesi. What have you done? <laughs> like, from Game okay. of Thrones? I, I, yeah, I know. Um, what, probably I, I'm, sh- I'm sure I've talked about this before, but, like, 
I remember like the the writers saying in uh, response to the backlash of the final season of Game of Thrones and like um, whatever her name was, Amelia Clark, right, turning bad, which I predicted right from the first fucking season. I'm like, this chick is going to get mad with power and go nuts and ultimately become the villain of the show. Well, it 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 is, and the show actually it, it like tells... very slowly built. To yeah, that. of course, that's. I can make a whole podcast just in of itself, but that was not them 180ing, turning down no. evil. It that was actually was a well-written, slow-built. From like season one onwards, especially the whole, geez, everybody in the um, Targaryen dynasty ends up going mad with power and murderous. Yeah. It's like literally what her brother was like. It's what her father was like. It's what her father like. Yeah, I, I having knew that twins that was and being like, crazy is what they did in their family. I knew that that was cra- that that was coming like right from the first season. Yeah, but like in the final season, when she does finally go like mad with power, people are like, "Oh, this is a betrayal to the character." But like the um, one of the creators of the show was just like, uh, "No, this has always been our intention. Don't get mad at us just because you named your kid Khaleesi." That's. That's a great response. <laughs> don't get I'm mad always, at us. Don't get mad at us just because you named your kid Khaleesi. <laughs> like, reminds me great. of a reminds me of a meme that's like, um, uh, how come um, you named um, um, like my sister. Uh, Oh, what was it? I can't remember what it was like. Why? Um, how come you named my like sister Rose? And it's like, oh, because that's um, that was your mother's uh, like uh, favorite uh, character from a book. And the kid's like, oh, okay. And then the dad's like, why do you ask Naruto Uzumaki? <laughs> or favorite comic or some something like that. Like how Raiden and his girlfriend in Metal Gear Solid uh, 2 are named Jack and Rose. Because Hideo Kojima really liked Titanic. And he's gone on record saying that. He really yeah. likes Titanic and he named yeah. them after those characters. Anyway, we're we're like Yeah, we're going off way here. off on the deep end here. All right, Siege, you just watched an episode of Donkey Kong Country. Uh, would you tune in next week? A random episode of Donkey Kong Country. I would, yeah. This is fun. Voice acting was great. The music slaps. Uh, the animation for its time is pretty good. The characters are extremely expressive. Um, the The plot is dumb, but I feel like the writers know that the plot is dumb. That's the thing. They know what all of the characters are. They don't try to be more clever than what the show is capable of. Yeah. That's, that's what I want, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would tune in next week too. And you know what? When I was younger, I did. It so wasn't did I. like I need to watch every single episode. They're very um, episodic, but I, I watched a ton of this show when I was a kid. Also, I'd like to uh, give a bit of a shout out to the voice actor of uh, Diddy Kong, Andrew Sabiston. Um, he's from Victoria. Yeah. Not only is he a voice actor, he, uh, according to Wikipedia, Andrew Sabiston is a multi-award nominated Canadian 
children's television series developer, story editor, writer, and actor with over 1,100 episodes to his credit. Which, um, as soon as I read that, I'm like, this motherfucker wrote his own Wikipedia article. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody had to. Good for him. (laughs) Good to see a fellow Victorianite. Yeah. Doing doing, uh, the great ape in the skies work. The great golden bananas work. He's been nominated for Juno Awards. uh, Oh, cool. Because of uh, music he's done in shows, which I get it. The music in this show slaps. Right? That freaking minecart like ska song. Yep. All right. Uh, And uh, anyway, that has been episode 61 of the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, Best way to support the show is to go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You get a whole bunch of cool stuff, including the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this very podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow me on Twitter. I am at lasercomb, spelled the same way. Cal, you are at? I am at neocal, uh, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. We will be back uh, with the next episode of the Lasercomb podcast, where we are going to continue our theme of uh, Rip and Peace Teletoon. And uh, what we're going to be talking about is a British uh, import called Captain Star. This is a show that I wanted to review on a podcast for literally years, years now. Literally years. Um, it's a show that I strongly associate with Teletoon. And uh, yeah, we're finally getting the chance. So the amount of episodes that Captain Star had were... Uh, 13. So one random number between 1 and 13. And here we go. Where it stops, only the boiling hell knows. Episode 2. That is, uh, episode 2, Day of the Zooties, which originally aired on uh, July 15th, 1997. Day of the Zooties. Yep. This is a very difficult show to find, so Cal, I'll uh, I'll send you a uh, we'll send you we'll a, hunt it down. Uh, I'll send you a link for it. More difficult than what was that? It was like the original run of Kino's Journey. Yeah, that which that, was on that I think is the most like site. difficult. Yeah, it's on like high dive, <laughs> a service no one has heard of. And we well, assure uh, you exists. And until then, I've been the Sage, one of your hosts. And I'm Neo Cal. Uh, thanks for listening. We will uh, jungle beat you next week. We'll jungle beat your banana slammas and polish your crystal coconuts next time. DK said Bye-bye. it was time to make like a banana and split. Dig. I'm afraid I'm a bit of a klutz when it comes to doomsday devices and. <laughs> By the time he puts a cork in it, we'll be the new owners of the Congo Bongo Barrel Works! With these riches, I will gain my freedom From bluster acting like a jerk I don't need anyone to shower me with diamonds I won't ever have to work But to pass, my dear, the treasure is mine
device, I will take over the island. Oh, it sounds like such a dream. I don't mean to disappoint you, Blue. I'm gonna stop you from your evil ways. Congo Bongo will be out of your grasp, and the island will be safe for one more day. Oh my goodness, oh my gosh, I don't like this. Someone take away this doomsday thing. I have to think about myself and save my own skin. Who knows what evil this will bring? When I save the island Gotta stop King Kuru's evil plans The fall of my demise displeases me Self-preservation is the key The cake is mine, so I'll see you later All hail your new dictator!